Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Connor Explains. My name's Dan, Mark is also here. Hello, I am indeed. And Connor is here. He's brought his own ideas today. You might remember last week he had a brainwave thinking that he could use this podcast to look stuff up that he's always wanted to figure out. And now he's got time, he can call it work. What are we doing today, Con? (laughs) Yeah, I love that. What an opening. Because you know what I'm doing as well. You're like, oh, he's got his own ideas. He can think about it. And then all of a sudden I come out with the fact that we're comparing Indian food to British version of Indian food. It's It's a big place. It's a big thing to start with. Like... All Indian food, all British food. How are we comparing the two? These episodes tend to run for like 20 minutes if we're lucky. How are we going to cover all of that food with that question? We're strapping in for a two-hour special. Come on, let's go. We're We're just going into a few little bits that kind of... Basically, the Brits love Indian food. That's the first tagline here. They love it. We have taken love over. Curry. We have taken over the term curry and beer. Really, it, it, we are we are the home for it. Indian food in India is completely different to Indian food in Britain. We take some of their signature signature dishes and we make them British, like we do with a lot of things, really, don't we? We just make it British in our own way. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's not as good. And that's exactly what we've done with the with the with the Indian food. Much like the Americans did with the pizza. The pizza pie. Took the Italian pizza and went, yes, it's not stodgy enough for me. Let's just add lots of stodge. Yeah, exactly. It's the same as it's the same as American people taking the pizza from Italy and making it an American version. That's what we've done. A perfect example is butter chicken. Butter chicken is an Indian dish, very popular Indian dish, served very differently to the way that we just basically slob it with a load of Indian sauce over a chicken fire and call it butter chicken. Out there, it's marinated, it's cooked in Indian spices, over a 100 Indian spices is what I've researched over the course of like two days, slow cooked. Over it... Uh, uh, that that that's not the crackola. Is it? Is it because people aren't looking for takeaway curries much in India? Like whereas here, you know, the local Bombay Palace down the end of your road, it's, it needs to crack through some of these butter chicken over and over again. It doesn't have the time to slow roast them. Whereas there, maybe they're not. Maybe Indian people aren't having takeaway India because they're they're sick of it anyway. They're sick of it through the day. Well, this is the thing. I actually, with my research, went to a a, a reference of a person, uh, a good friend of mine who has been to India. He travelled India for about four months and ate nothing but Indian food. Uh, went to all different parts of India. 
and basically summed up the fact that we completely demolish the the Indian culture of food because he said the the taste of things out there is absolutely phenomenal and they're doing takeaways as well they're rolling probably through more food than what we are it's street food it's like back to back to back to back but us Brits just yeah cock it up a little bit but we all seem to love it if they absolutely butchered fish and chips though like, <laughs> yeah, can, if, they, yeah. if, if, if they taken fish and chips and bangers and mash and absolutely butchered that in a way that we would go oh, that's not the British way is it you say we're not the only country to do it I think curry in Britain is one of the most popular foods in a country that didn't originate from the country if you understand what I'm saying I do understand what you're saying, but some of the curries were invented here, weren't they? So I think famously the tikka masala is, is a British invention. So Invented in Glasgow. The idea that your mate's gone over there and it's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not how the real people do it over in Jaipur. It, well, come on, you know, it's, it's a different thing. Of course it is. The main, the main difference, basically, between curries in India and the British curries is that the British ones are a little sweeter and thicker, and that's to meet the British taste buds. Is that because Brits are sweeter and thicker? Yeah, 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 literally. Runs parallel with our personalities. Uh, in India, curries tend to have more sourness, mainly from the use of tomatoes, which is a traditional ingredient in, in the north as well. Up in the uh, in the UK, they use a lot of tomato-based curries in, in the north. And also, it's incredibly spicier in India. Us over here, we're like vindaloo and fowl, course, really hot. In India, it's all spicy. This whole idea of a non-spicy curry doesn't really exist. I bet I bet they all swing their big old about it as well, don't they? They're like, oh, I have all of the spicy food. What food can you have, foul pa? That's what I have for yogurt, mate. You know, it's it's not. It's like these people, yeah. people that like spicy food. How do you know someone that likes spicy curry? Because tell you won't they it's that it's, it's that kind of thing but then out there isn't is there a case where it, is it all spicy because the spices and the heat kills off germs or am i assuming things there yeah i i, I think i think you are right there i think it does kill off germs um it the, the, the sweat as well it's it, they, they it's good for them they believe as well like sweating from from spice the way they eat as well like they eat with one hand and they wipe their bum with another hand it's part of the religion they eat at the same time with, uh, yeah can you imagine it uh, knowing me eating a curry, it'd probably do me quite good to have one hand on my ass and one hand on the food. But yeah, but anyway. I feel like if you eat a curry, you're just going to be like a water feature. It goes in one end straight out the other end. Yeah, if you were wiping your using your hands, it'd be just like a windmill, wouldn't it? You'd just be eat, wipe, eat, wipe, eat, wipe, eat, wipe. That'd eat, be wipe. It's a Ferris wheel all the time. Ferris wheel, exactly. Um, but the, the, big, the biggest difference between Indian food and British Indian food is over here, we order one curry. We'll have like a chicken tikka masala, one pilau rice and a naan. In India, you'll have like eight different curries, always. That's how they do it. Eight different cur- uh, curries, small portions on a plate with a naan. That's it. They don't have like a pilau rice or a plain rice. It'll be like a rice dish, like a biryani or a spicy rice dish. And See, I can get on board. I can fully rice. get on board with that. That is how I like to do my Indian. Like a little bit of this, little bit of that. Not just, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have one dish. Uh, I mean, if I'm ordering for one then, you know, you really got no option, have you? But, you know, if you're having it with mates, absolutely get it in the middle, have a bit of everything, have a little bit of this, a little bit of that on the plate. Oh, that, that looks very tasty. Reaching across with your big old pop, I don't... 
Oh, this looks very nice. I love this. No, yeah, we can exactly. have curry that together. Is, that's exactly what a curry is made for. It's made for sharing and have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Doing it the true Indian way, Dan, unlike your butchered British way. Yeah, I like to call it. I like to call it a uh, tapadian. Because it's kind of a mix between the tapas idea and Indian food. Indian tapas. Tapas Indian. Tapadian. It's a stretch, people, but go with it. Come on, guys. But that is fundamentally the biggest difference is uh, lots of people. I was, I mean, what is my life reading forums about the difference between Indian food and British Indian food? But everyone that's traveled said that it's a taste explosion when you hit India. But I think that's the case with a lot of things, isn't it? Like you have pizza in America, you go to Italy, it's a taste explosion when you have Italian pizza. Um, but one of the biggest things that contributes to the difference in Indian food in Britain, which I found really interesting, actually, is that a lot of uh, Indian food made within India is very different from UK restaurants, mainly because most of the restaurant owners in the UK are Pakistani origin, which they're not actually Indian backgrounds. And it changes completely the taste of the food just because they have a very different way of cooking Indian food compared to actual India itself. Uh, if, you've, if you're from a Pakistan origin, they cook in a very different tempo and a very different way. And that's what a lot of uh, heavily sort of British food, Indian based is, is based on. I always assumed that that it was different regions of India because like you can you can order the same dish at three different Indian restaurants. It will taste very different and they all have slightly different spellings as well. They'll yeah. be like, oh, this, this one's spelt with a U and this one's got a, got an A in it instead. And you're just like, why? And I was like, I assume it's just like local Indian regions have slight different variations. I just think they do it to, to add to the mystique of fanciness, I would say. And this thing where people go abroad and they say, uh, oh, you know, pizza in Italy is so much better. I'm sure it is. There is a thing, though, where people want to make themselves appear to be fancier than they are. You know, oh, well, I've been traveling. Oh, you know, oh, this bit. No, no, no. You need to have pizza from Roma. You need to have curry from Urdu. It's, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? It's just, have you just ever had a Guinness in Ireland? Been it is better in Ireland. Guinness. Mm, I agree with that. It gets me way drunker. Uh, question for you, actually. Uh, we'll go to Dan first on it. Dan, what do you reckon uh, curry contributes to the British economy year on year? It's a very good point, Connor. It's a very good question. I would say. Four hundred million pounds. That's a very good guess. That one. That's high number. Uh, Mark. I'm going to say three hundred ninety-nine million pounds. Five billion. Five billion. It's annoying because I almost went four billion, and I thought no, that'd be too high. So that's why I went four hundred million. And it's it's funny really that uh, it contributes five billion because uh, Britain's foreign secretary were back in uh, two thousand and one, Mr. Robin who? Cook. Uh, a Britain's foreign secretary uh, in 2001, uh, Mr. Robin Cook, uh, he referred to the chicken tikka masala as a true British national dish due to the five billion pounds that the curry makes for the uh, British economy year on year. I mean, it is the absolute basic <laughs> curries, though, isn't it? The tikka masala. Yeah, it's the Fiat 500. Like, like, like if you're ordering a tikka masala and a corn, I absolutely get out of here. I've got no time for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny, actually, as well, Dan, you're going to like this. This is something quite, quite cool. Um, it's actually a very, 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 very big vegetarian food in India. The whole idea of meat, fish actually comes second to Indian food in India. They cook most of their Indians with vegetables straight from the ground. It's all about being organic, good for you, good for the health, good for the mind, everything. And adding fish and meat come quite, quite late. And it's actually in India a little bit sort of common, yeah, now, but you wouldn't find it a lot in, in, in cultural Indian foods. It's just a lot more 
veg. The scandal of that, the really irritating scandal of that is that almost every vegetarian curry from a generic curry house here is tripe. It's just like the off the off trails of their onions, just like the leaves that are left over. Uh, but there you go. Um, anything else to explain, Connor? No, other than the fact that I l- bloody love a good curry. We should have done this episode with a curry. Yeah. yeah there you go. Could, could have put it on expenses. Your... Could have claimed it back, boys. It would have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah. too. Right. You are, I think, technically the producer of this. Those are the ideas that we need pre-production rather than post. I, I know. Uh, okay. Listen... I, I admit the the idea is a little bit late, but you know what? Maybe Connor should have thought of that when it. You know, it's his episode. I just turn up. Yeah, I should have had. What I should have had because we're all recording at home. He's a quick. Oh, welcome along to Connor Explains. Today we're talking about, hold on, before we get into it, Mark, check your front door, Dan, check your front door, and delivery orders of curry. Yeah, it's a little bit awkward, though, if it's a bit delayed. You just sat here for 10 minutes while you two are eating a curry, just waiting for it to turn up. Well, it's delivery, isn't it? So we would have absolutely probably have been delayed by 10 minutes. So, But delivery, obviously, you know, we slag off loads of brands here. If you ever want to sponsor us, we love you. We'll take the sponsorship, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, if you're in America, if you're one of our many, many American listeners, I hope you enjoyed the differences between the UK curry scene and the one that it ripped off. Uh, Thank you so much for being involved. We've got a brand new Baffled for you. It's coming out on Tuesday. We'll have nine completely different facts. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. You're welcome. You are, you're, all, you're all welcome. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> he, he never follows his commands, does he? Say goodbye, and then he gives a monologue. You're welcome. You say a monologue. I, I would say it sounded like a robot being reset. You're, 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 you're welcome. We'll see you Tuesday. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.